0: How's it going everyone? Welcome to the first ever episode of the Boiler Up, Power Down podcast with your hosts. I'm Naveen.
1: And I'm Sarah.
0: And we're gonna start off nice and slow by giving you a glimpse into the life of your hosts. Sarah, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Sure, I'll go first. Uh, My name is Sarah. My major is in electrical engineering, um, but a lot of my coursework tends to go toward the compy side these days. Um, I'm graduating in spring 2022, hopefully. And my hometown is Honolulu, Hawaii. It's my favorite fact about myself. Um, other extracurriculars that I do on campus is ECE Ambassadors, where we show around T2M students, give presentations about the life to an ECE student. Um, I'm also a part of Women in Electrical and Computer Engineering. Always got to support women in STEM, you know what I mean? And I have been a part of the Society of Women Engineers as well. My roommate slash one of my best friends is the pit crew chief of the Grand Prix section of SWE, or Society of Women Engineers, so I try to support her by going to that as well. What about you, Naveen?
0: Very cool, very cool. Well, hi, everyone. Uh, My name is Naveen. I'm currently a senior, double majoring in electrical engineering and math. I'll be graduating this spring, so May of 2022, hopefully, nice. and I'm from Chennai, which is a city in India, but I was actually born and lived half of my life in London, which is in England, and a couple extracurriculars that I do on campus, I am on the um, ESS Executive Board along with Sarah, she is the chair of the EC Ambassadors, and I'm the chair of the podcast committee, and I'm also the vice president of a new and upcoming club, the Neurotech Society at Purdue and so now that we've introduced ourselves how's your day going so far sarah what's what have you been up to
1: huh well i have been trekking in the snow to get here to record this podcast with you today is the day that purdue canceled school so my biology lab got canceled and my data structures class got canceled well not really canceled it's on zoom but it's you know, quote, unquote, canceled, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I walked in, I want to say, like, half a foot of snow to get here. And for somebody who hasn't experienced snow, quite interesting. My socks are all wet. What about you? You haven't had snow either. I
0: feel that. I got here a a little earlier because I had to set up some stuff for this podcast. But my socks are definitely wet, too. My winter jacket is not looking too good. And I had to bring my lab kit over because I'm currently in senior design. And I wanted to drop off some stuff. And then little did I realize that my bag was kind of open. And so, like, there's a little part of my lab kit that's, like, kind of soaked. You know, the, the white box that they give all you 20,000 students? Yeah. So, that's a little wet.
1: Why would you bring your kit, like, on the worst day possible? I know. I know.
0: I only realized once I was out, I was like, eh, I probably should not have brought this today. But you yeah. know how it goes.
1: How is your uh, senior design going, buddy? <laughs> it's
0: a very, very good question. It's been going well so far. Me and my team have finally, I think we're on track so far. We have a couple assignments due in the next couple of days. We got our components in, so it's exciting.
1: Yeah, senior design will get super rough. I took it last semester. It's um, it, it seems nice in the beginning, and then it picks up so fast toward the end. I want to say like week five, week six, they're like, you got to get your PCB done now and you're like oh my god i don't know what a pcb is and i think i pulled an all-nighter to do my pcb because i was the electrical lead of mine
0: yeah no, i'm also the electrical lead on my team so (laughs) i gotta i gotta watch all those pcb tutorials chief
1: (gasps) oh my gosh yeah no luckily i had two two of my teammates were already well versed in pcb design so i didn't technically need to watch the videos which is nice because they just helped me out um, I took the lead, but they definitely helped out because they were more well-versed in it.
0: Very cool, very yeah. cool. Well, I mean, on the bright side, once we're done with senior design, this semester we graduate. Speaking of graduation, what <laughs> what, do you, what are your plans after? Did you like the transition? I thought it was that, was good. A, that was a great transition. <laughs> I, I loved it.
1: Um, I, how do I put this? I have a job lined up, which is great. I had two jobs lined up, actually, but I have... I took a job with Gap Incorporated, you know, like the clothing company Gap, Mm -hmm. um, on, on the side, I really, really like fashion as well. So I tried to incorporate two of my, you know, passions right into my work. So I'll be training in full stack and I will learn full stack, I guess. I don't really know what else this job incorporates. It's just a lot of CS, which is some something completely different for someone like me who's been in power for most of my double e career so that's why i pivoted this semester going into data structures so i'll be in san francisco technically but i'll be remote so i think i'm gonna live at home with my mom and save some money make that bay area salary without you know paying the bay area rent hopefully they'll let me um, I haven't even asked yet, so we'll see. How about you? I know you have an interesting career.
0: Yeah, so um, starting June, I'm going to be working full-time for AMD, which is a semiconductor manufacturing company. They put processors in a lot of devices like Dells, HPs, and that'll be based in Austin, Texas. So I've actually, even though I worked remotely for them last summer as well as last fall, I've never been to Texas before. So I'm super excited, but on the bright side, I already do know a couple people over there because I met them yeah. through the internship. So I already have a place lined up with one of my friends. So that should be fun and exciting. But
1: Yeah, our friend um, Sam DeLott is also from Texas. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah, should go and from, hang out with him. He's from
0: Plano, Texas, right? I think he's, he's I either from Dallas, Texas or Plano. Think. I don't remember which one.
1: I don't know. I, know he, I just know he's from Texas. I personally am afraid of Texas. My Gap job was actually based out of, I think, Austin, and I... I was really afraid to take the job because I think everything's too wide apart for me. And That's also, what I've been told. That's what I've been told. Yeah. People with cowboy hats sometimes really scare me too. <laughs> no offense, Sam, if you are listening. <laughs> um, so I, I transferred to San Francisco like ASAP and then I took the job. So Very was, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's just transition on into the next one. Cause I don't, I can't think of a transition. Um, can you tell me, I'm curious for all ECE students as, you know, Chair of ECE Ambassadors, why did you choose Purdue and why did, you choo- why did you choose Electrical Engineering?
0: So when I started off at Purdue, I actually started off as just as a math major. So my freshman year first semester, I took this math seminar called Math 108. And then in that, we had one of the lecturers talking about physics as well as like transistors and semiconductors. And I found that particular lecture super interesting. And I was like, oh. You know, maybe, maybe there is potential in engineering because I my goal was to not fit the Indian stereotype and not pursue engineering, <laughs> but here we are. And so um, that was why I chose EC because I found semiconductors very interesting. And then why I chose Purdue in general, it was because um I knew I wanted to go to a school that had a good engineering slash physics program because I had a feeling that I might pursue something like this eventually. Yeah. That and a lot of my dad's colleagues who are um in the United States, they have their kids or they've heard of people who go to Purdue. So in general, it already out of all the schools that I applied to it was the one that already had the most preceding reputation.
1: Ooh, that is super nice.
0: What about you? You're all well, the way from Hawaii.
1: Yeah, this is a pretty pretty long story if you will i applied to i want to say 15 colleges um all all on the west coast and the east coast when i was a little baby in hawaii i really wanted to be on the east coast for some reason so my dream school was nyu new york university which i got into actually and then i saw the tuition and i was like whoa did not realize that it was that expensive and same goes with the schools on the coasts that I got into. Um, tuition can be very expensive. So Purdue was the only Midwestern school that I applied to because it's an engineering school. And surprisingly, I have family here in Fort Wayne. It's very funny because um, most of my family is, you know, in Hawaii, Hawaii um on the coast and i just have a random branch of my family here in fort wayne have you gone
0: and seen them in fort wayne before
1: yeah i saw them for the first time in 15 years my freshman year yeah and i i go hang out with them every so often they're really nice Uh, i have cousins who are a bit older than i am um but it's really nice to reconnect with them because i don't remember meeting them when i was six I don't know when I don't know when memory starts to develop but people say memory as a kid starts developing at like five ish I want to say
0: I don't remember anything until I straight up 12 bro yeah I know <laughs> me too
1: me too so I'm like am I like n- actually really <laughs> terrible at memory because I don't remember anything from the first time I went to Indiana when I was six to visit my family
0: yeah my so- memory is extremely trigger-based so it's kind of like if you ask me to remember a story I won't remember anything but then if you give me like a slight hint as to what it's related to then I'll then like the rest will all come back to me so i'll start to remember
1: yeah i actually like when you when you study when you do like memorization based studying apparently if you put the facts into a story it's easier to memorize
0: interesting that
1: is what i heard because hum- the human brain works as like memory like story based i want to say so that's why like for me history was pretty easy because it's like a big story right but once you make me analyze history, that's where it gets bad. But like m- remembering the facts of history for me are pretty easy. Maybe not the years, but like what happened, how it happened. That's why I like it. I, I just like stories, you know? Yeah.
0: I'm trying to visualize how exactly you'd go about putting systems and signals into a story. You so know, Sa- Sarah walks in with an you know. integral, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Seriously. <laughs> I,
1: I, signals and systems, I mean, we took it online.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Back in fall 2020. That was a while ago. Oh
1: yeah. We did take it together. Yeah. yeah that was crazy. Cause that was the first time that like exams were on zoom. Yeah. That yeah. was like really scary. I was like, what can I have on my desk? You know, like what if my roommates walk in on accident? Like, you know, I, I, it was, it was a stressful time for sure. Um, but the online semesters people, people say, you, you see those memes on TikTok That's like when, when your doctor is a Zoom graduate and it's just like this doctor not being able to like take (laughs) care of the patient. I feel like we've had a very good education on Zoom to the point that I'm like, wow, this is going to be, it's even harder than in person. Cause I feel like some, some professors say that students, they just assume that students are going to cheat anyway. So they make the exam harder.
0: Right. Right. Right.
1: And then I'm sitting here, way too afraid to cheat like oh my god i i don't know what an integral is like it's over for me chief i'm done
0: (laughs) i I feel i feel i feel what are your thoughts on online versus in-person school which one do you like more and why
1: i like the idea of online more it's a lot more flexible um but i'm a night owl Mm. which is super super bad for in-person classes yeah um but i personally for my own learning style i like in-person Just because it forces me to get out of bed. It forces me to have a routine. And once I have a routine, for me, I can get anything done. (laughs) (laughs) That's my thing. How about you? Yeah,
0: I... I feel like I'm very similar in the sense that, like, I feel like I need to be in an environment in which other people are studying as well. Only then that motivates me to study. Because, you know, especially during the COVID 19 pandemic, I felt like a lot of time I was doing work alone. And I felt like I was like, oh, no one else around me is doing work. So maybe I shouldn't do work either. And so I felt like that made me very, very unproductive. But now, you know, when I walk into a classroom, everyone around me is, they have a laptop open, they're taking notes on an iPad, they're taking notes on a piece of paper, they're solving exams and stuff like that. So I feel like, in general, that environment motivates me, which is why I prefer in-person school a lot more plus I also like socializing in general I like seeing people in classrooms and I feel like during online school that was something that I was just simply missing
1: yeah it felt very like out of touch for me I think seasonal depression is a very big thing for people who come from places that have a lot of sun so the seasonal depression hits harder when you're not with people um in my opinion and also just in general you don't know when to stop when it's online school i'd be watching lectures at like 2 a.m being like this is this is normal you know (laughs) i can't see outside so it's okay um so nowadays like now that school is back in person i stay in the design studio Mm -hmm. for what seven eight hours go back to my apartment at what nine and just call it a day like relax and like de-stress and i think that's a lot better for me mentally um also Another really good thing about in-person is debugging breadboards.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. I'm a 2K7 TA right now. (laughs) And one of my friends was a 2K7 TA when it was online. And he said that he'd have students send in these pictures of their circuits. And, like, you know how when you slightly misalign a picture, it looks like it's in another pin. So he found that super-duper frustrating.
1: I I took 2008. It was when COVID first hit. So it was half in-person, half online. It was, like, spring 2020, I think. That one, I took twenty thousand and eight, which is our linear circuit and lab. The second one that only electrical engineers need to take. So the circuits are a little bit tougher, I would say. Um, so a lot of pictures got sent in. God bless Sutton. He really helped me. Um, also for 362, when the iteration that I took it, oh my goodness. My entire breadboard was filled. You know how you have like four yeah, like, rungs, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess? My entire breadboard was filled. I had to redo that two times. In in quarantine, mind you, I had COVID at this time.
0: Oh, God. It
1: was honestly the worst. I think I did it twice, and I was so proud of myself for getting it on the second try. That was the biggest accomplishment of EC, being able to wire that in two tries.
0: I think I did three or four tries. I was on hour six. Yeah, when I was literally the oh, worst. I was, yeah, I was not. It was
1: horrifying. I, I was just like, I can't, I can't do this. But yeah, the TAs, anybody who TAs classes online, God bless your heart.
0: Huge respect. Huge respect. Yeah. Huge respect.
1: You literally, why I passed all of my breadboarding classes is because of you guys. <laughs> actually.
0: So now that we're like, I guess now that we're. Not really out of the pandemic, but in the sense, classes have transitioned a lot to in-person. How has your routine changed? Like, what's your weekly schedule looking like right now? Like, What are you up to?
1: Oh, my weekly schedule is so different now. <laughs> um, when the pandemic started and all classes were online, I think I slept at 6 a.m., called it a normal night, you know? To be oh, like, God. 6 a.m., wake up at 2 p.m., start the grind, you know, start watching lectures, and some professors would give more more material than like the three hours that they're supposed to give of lecture per week and that would just make me so upset that I just don't think I watch lectures sometimes just because the like if I have 20 videos I'm not gonna start like that's too much for me you know what I mean um so that was in the pandemic and now I wake up at you know I try to wake up at like 8 every morning because I have biology at nine thirty, um most days and I stay out in the design studio until I want to say 8, 9 p.m. Then I go home and, you know, I rest. Yeah. What about you?
0: Yeah. My schedule's actually fairly similar where I got to wake up around like 730-ish, 8-ish because I have an 830 class on Wait, Monday. Wait, a.m.? Yes.
1: During the pandemic. No,
0: no, no, no. (laughs) This is right now. This is right now. Oh, no. During the pandemic, I was lights (laughs) lights out by 2 and I'd wake up by 10 every day. So, like, I can't operate at night. It's, like, probably one of my biggest issues going Mm. through college is that After 11 p.m., my brain probably drops to one-third of its efficiency before.
1: Same, but it doesn't (laughs) stop me from staying up.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. I try really, really hard to get my deadlines accomplished. So in my brain, I'd say, okay, 10.59 is a deadline, not 11.59, because I know that that one hour, I'm basically just going to be, like, doing random stuff, probably solving maybe a problem in the hour. So the goal is to always get stuff done at 10.59 And I was an RA my sophomore junior year, so I was an RA at Tarkington Hall. And um, shout out to Tark, by the way. (laughs) But um, so I was an RA during the pandemic, and so a lot of times I would have duty and basically, what duty is that? You'd be, in, you'd have to be inside the building from seven PM to seven AM. And honestly, that helped a lot with me getting my homework done because, like, I'd start duty at seven PM, and I, you know, I'd either go on rounds or I'd have to go to the front desk or, in general, I just have to be in my room, right? And so during then, I'd have a lot of motivation because I'd be like, oh, if I can't hang out with anyone, I might as well sit and do homework, right? So I was-
1: yeah, actually, I do have a question about you being an RA. Like, when when I talk to prospective students, they're always like how's the COVID situation like did you go into quarantine a lot like did you catch COVID while you were in while you were in RA
0: so um to summarize in one word no I did not get COVID throughout the time I was in RA but I did have a couple residents on my floor especially during my junior year so that was the academic year 2020 to 2021 during that year I had maybe five or six kids get COVID and so basically Um, if you get COVID, they'd test you and test your roommate. And then if you were positive, they'd uh, take you to, I think it was Purdue Village back then, where they'd have you isolate for, um, I think it was about two weeks. Or if you were just displaying symptoms, but you tested negative, then they'd probably just advise you to stay in your room and then uh, leave just to go to the dining court to pick food up or have your roommate do that for you or something like that.
1: Yeah, even with roommates, you'd still have to quarantine with your roommates?
0: Um, I think if you both tested positive, yeah.
1: Oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah, I guess they'll like let you stay in your room i know yeah, yeah. there's p for purdue village mm-hmm. that's p for short yeah um it's where all the cases go right like the positive cases mm-hmm. Yellow- i don't know how
0: it is now because i i don't i haven't really kept kept in touch with the dorm life considering i took off i took a gap semester last semester and this semester i live off campus so i haven't really kept up too much with the dorms but
1: yeah How was your gap semester? I mean, I was struggling during that semester and it just seemed like you're having the time of your life. (laughs) Every time I saw you, you're in a different state, man. So
0: yeah, I start, so the summer I spent in Chicago and then after that I went over to San Diego for uh, about a month and then I was in Davis, California, which is over by Sacramento. I was there for a month as well and then after that I was in Florida because one of my friends has a place in Jacksonville and I hadn't been to Florida in a minute so I decided, okay, if I if I'm not bound to Purdue, then I might as well get some good weather while I'm at it. So I went there, stayed there for a while, and then I'm, and then I went to Chennai over winter break. Chennai is where I'm from. It's a city in India. And now I'm back to good old West Lala, baby.
1: Wait, were you? Was it last semester? It was a spring 2021, right? That you were gap.
0: No, I was. I was gap fall 2021. Oh. Yeah. So spring 2021, I was on campus. Spring classes.
1: 2021 was the worst semester that I've ever had. I think. Just in general. I think I got COVID that semester. They didn't give a spring break that semester. Yeah.
0: Oh, man.
1: And it was like snowing all the time. Icy all the time. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to give myself a break for this semester. That was a really tough semester for myself. I think I took two EC classes. Both of them had labs. And then I took my earth science class. That was really fun. But yeah, Typically, as an ECE student, you should only be taking two labs at like at most yeah. because um, our labs can be very difficult. Um, they're only one credit, but they take a very long time if you don't know what you're doing. And even if you do know what you're doing, it takes quite a while, I would say. I think the advisors only let you take two labs at a time. I don't know how it is for Compi, but for Double E, we have to take three upper-level advanced selective labs. Yeah. Um, What did you take?
0: So I did EC337, which was ASIC design lab. That was a two-credit hour class. Very interesting, very cool material. It's kind of a build-up on 270, except you delve more into the system Verilog aspect of things. And then I did EC437, which is computer design and prototyping, which is the undergraduate computer architecture class here at Purdue. That was also a heavy buildup of EC270, which is intro to digital design, as well as EC362, which is uh, microcontroller and microprocessor interfacing, I believe.
1: Yeah, 437 has a, has a reputation just of being very difficult, but being very rewarding. There are a lot of people that I know personally who got jobs be- just because of 437, but also the semester that they did take 437, never saw them so that's also a thing i was i was one of those
0: kids (laughs) yeah i know i remember never saw you that semester that's
1: why i thought that was your gap semester um let's see what did i take i took 323 which is electromagnetics electromechanical motion oh my goodness no sorry uh it's the one about motors i took it online so mine was all on matlab um i wish it was in person but I was really anxious that I wouldn't be able to fit any labs in. So I didn't. I took it during that semester because I just wanted to get a lab done. In hindsight, I think it's better in person because it's kind of hard to s- see stuff on MATLAB when it's based off of data that you're doing in lab. It's, right, it's right, very right. difficult. Also, it was a 730. So that's kind of difficult as well. Don't yeah. even get
0: me started on 730. I know.
1: Um, the other class that I took was 362, the same one that you took, mm-hmm. microprocessors. I think it's very important for double E's to take this as well. It's assembly and C, you get to learn about registers. Um, I really liked it. I, I really liked that I could program it and I'll press play or run and it would just, you know, my circuit, it was just super cool. I could like p- hear audio from it, it is super cool. And then the other one that I took was ECE 440 which is transmission of information. You use the USRPs which is like it's like signals and systems kind of. I personally did not really enjoy the class that much. It's a lot of optimization Um, but overall like the concepts were really cool. Um, In one of my labs I got to tap into the air tower. There's a there's an airport on campus here, and I tapped into the air tower and I got to hear like what they were saying between. Yo, that's. Sick. I know, I know. That's like sick. at the time, also a 7:30. Wow, this is great. <laughs> um, this lab was super cool, but at the time nobody was flying because I think it was like winter.
0: Oh, so I yeah. never got
1: to like hear anybody, but in theory it sounds super cool.
0: Yeah, no, I'm excited because I'm in that class right now. And I'm oh, hoping... are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm in 440 right now. So yeah, hopefully oh. when I when I get to take that lab, hopefully I'll be able to hear some.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I also hope you don't have a class at 7.30 because that was... I do not.
0: I do not. I do not have a single 7.30 a... this semester because I think I've had one every single... I had one freshman year, second semester, as well as all of sophomore year. So it's seven thirties Because my, my schedule has always been super duper like crammed. Yeah. So I didn't really... A lot of classes that I wanted to take, I either had only one section that was available and that was at 7.30 or I wouldn't have been able to take the class.
1: Oh, yeah. Especially since you're a double major too. Aren't you minoring in CS as well? I'm
0: minoring in computer science.
1: Yeah. yeah so yeah definitely a lot of classes i can see why you have to have a 730 yeah
0: but hey we're almost done we're almost done we're
1: almost done yeah i'm excited is double e is getting quite interesting did you ever take the semiconductors class no i did not take
0: 305 in hindsight maybe i should have back in my junior year but it is what it is it
1: sounds like an interesting class i personally am not interested in like pnp stuff so but but i hear is like a really great class Yeah, I know Andrew Lake,
0: he loves that class. Oh, yeah, Andrew loves that class.
1: Yeah, I know Danae took it as well Mm -hmm. last semester. Right. Um, Yeah, I mean, out of all of your classes that you've taken, which is a lot, you know, CS, math, electrical engineering, what was your favorite class? It doesn't have to be double E. Uh,
0: That's a good question. So I'm probably a big fan of two classes. So the first one is EC270, just because it was my first
1: wow it was it
0: was my first introduction to digital electronics i didn't realize it was an entire world that i'd simply never explored before right and so i found that super satisfying and also similar to 362 one thing that's great about the 270 labs is that as you're writing code when you hit run you actually get to see you get instant gratification because yeah. you instantly see what exactly you programmed and what exactly you're doing right so totally understand that, that was very very cool that was i a also- very
1: rewarding lab
0: yeah, yeah, for sure, for I'm sure.
1: Sorry, for go sure. on. <laughs> no, nah, you're good,
0: you're good. I was also really liked CS251, which is uh, data structures and algorithms. Uh, it's the equivalent of EC368, but it's in the computer science department. So all of the code we had to write was in Java. We had five projects. All five projects were pretty challenging, but they were very rewarding as well. So
1: Data structures, you said? Yeah. Funny. I am in the ECE version of data structures right now because I'm not minoring in CS. So I have <laughs> to take the ECE one. The professor is really good i've got pas programming assignments do every other week and they are difficult mine is in c so i know a lot of ec students kind of like poke fun at the cs one because they're like (laughs) it's in java why don't you do yours in c and i personally have not programmed in c and if in two years now so i'm sitting there like two days ago I was trying to program it just trying to open the file okay and I forgot that you have to like f open the file to read it such a struggle it was such a struggle I had to look up everything
0: c is an inferior language prove me wrong I mean yeah
1: <laughs> I've only been programming in Python like Same. for the past year or so and it's I I always forget how nice it is to me RIP Python, I can never use it again. <laughs> they're, they're
0: worlds apart, they're worlds apart. But hopefully you'll get to do some stuff in your job, full stack development, you might be able to use some Python for some backend yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, cool. I do
1: get to use Python. I think I'm also using like AWS as well. Very
0: cool, very cool. Which is very
1: nice in the cloud computing side of things. And I get to use JavaScript, I think. Ew. Okay, <laughs> I do not have any experience in front end development, so I'm excited. People tell me that I would really like front end just because I really, I really like aesthetics. So front end is apparently really great for me.
0: Yeah, aesthetics are not my cup of tea. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm much more of a let's get it functional. Let's do some super barebone code in order to get this functioning. So that's
1: pretty yeah, much I'm, I'm having trouble with my programming assignment it's due on monday and i haven't done linked lists in a while so i'm wishing it was a front end class right now because data structures is its own thing man it really
0: is it really is man i can't believe we're seniors i mean like messes with me a little bit sometimes
1: i'm ready i'm ready to go
0: what do you think you're gonna miss about purdue most miss yeah
1: huh the snow probably not the cold the snow the environment you know, walking to class and, you know, feeling safe. Purdue's a very safe campus. I
0: agree. I as agree. like,
1: as a woman, my parents were always like, be careful when you walk alone. It's 3 a.m. Maybe you should call me while you go home. I never really felt scared on Purdue's campus. I know I'm going to be in San Francisco. San Francisco is a city and the city is really dangerous. And especially with Asian hate crime up like 500% in San Francisco. I saw that on the news the other day. My God. I am afraid. But it should be okay. Anyways, what I'm going to miss most about Purdue, getting <laughs> back to the question. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's a tangent day today, guys. Um, The snow. Being from Hawaii and trekking through snow is very, very opposite things. I think while I was walking here today i facetimed one of my friends from high school and i was like look at the snow it's a snow very day cool, very and cool. he goes to school in la so he was like he's yeah. with that good weather i, I know i know <laughs> he was like yeah all of my friends are complaining because it's so cold during the day it's 45 degrees and i was like wow couldn't be me at negative two
0: (laughs) (laughs) it is what it is my friend
1: like my first winter experience and i guess yours too was the polar vortex in 2018 2018. yeah i got so freaked out during the polar vortex i bought so much winter clothes and i just don't use it anymore because it's not actually that cold here so i don't know how was how was your polar vortex experience
0: so me and my roommate, um, we both lived so we both lived in the carry closets, and so we lived right opposite to Ford, and so both of us decided that we were going to um, go out into the polar vortex. It was this was the day we didn't have classes. We decided we were going to go out to shorts because we lived right opposite. Why? Right opposite Ford dining court. Neither of us bothered, so we we're like, okay, we'll just go. And so we went, and it turns out the day we had school off wasn't nearly as cold as the previous day. The previous day was the one that was like absolutely ridiculous when we actually had classes. I still remember. It was crazy.
1: I polar vortex, my roommate at the time, she's still my roommate now. Actually, we were like BFFs. She's from Indonesia. She's from Jakarta. Very cool. So both of us are not accustomed to the cold, (laughs) if you will. So we were like, Hey, negative 30. What should we do? crackhead hours <laughs> so we boiled a pot of water and we threw it into the air and it evaporated it was crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. one that of my was- friends
0: did that too it looked really cool it you can't really, do really it
1: cool. any. you I don't know when you can or cannot do it, but I knew at negative 30, like, you know, I could probably do it. Right. Yeah. So we did it and it was really fun. There's a group of guys walking by. I lived in Earhart. So we had the dining court under us not to flex or anything. I could have gone down in shorts.
0: Wow. I you know. You really had to do the carry boys like that. Huh?
1: I know. I know. Um, so we, we went and we threw water and it turned into ice. And I think I iced the stairs. Whoops. <laughs> Wasn't me. Promise. <laughs> um so that was that was my polar vortex experience and now i have way too much winter clothes that i don't use because it never gets to negative 30
0: i mean it's not going to get to negative 30 in san francisco either so exactly
1: (laughs) i think here the worst it gets is maybe in the 10s 10s to 20s i want to say but for me anything under 50 feels the same (laughs) i know people laugh at me for that but seriously i kid you not it gets forty, I'm putting on my big puffer. <laughs> like I'm so cold. Yeah. I hope it gets warmer by the time May comes around. Yeah. You gonna do grad pics?
0: Yeah, me and my friends gotta figure that stuff out. I know everyone's already like, yo, if there's a photographer, let me know. So yeah. stuff like that. So How are really you cool. supposed
1: to get a photographer?
0: I have, I think Instagram is usually where people get photographers. I know a lot of like, mm. I think if you look up hashtag Purdue and like hashtag grad pics, you'll see a bunch of photographers. I personally have come across a few, so.
1: Good to know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, we have to take of, some EC ambassador grad pics together. I'm very excited.
1: One of my friends, actually, um, her name is Tiffany. She is studying abroad. I want to say, I keep on getting it wrong. It's like Poland- Switzerland, something, something up there. I always get it wrong. She told me like three times already (laughs) and I keep on forgetting. Um, She's a photographer. She's part of Purdue Photography Club. And my friend slash boyfriend graduated last semester and she took his grad pictures and it came out really nice. And now she's studying abroad. So she can't take my grad pictures. (laughs) Um, I might take it in San Francisco, though. I'm going to go for spring break.
0: Oh, I am. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Going
1: right after my bio lab and skipping like two days of class. <laughs> hype. Hype. Yeah. I'm only taking three classes this semester. Very cool. Like, I could have graduated last semester and I said, nah. And <laughs> I pushed all my classes. Honestly, yeah. I only needed Bio 110 mm-hmm. to graduate. Right. And an ECE elective to graduate. So a double e elective can be like anything kind of so i just chose 368 so i was like you know if i took my job in cs i might as well know data structures this is what i want to do and it's difficult that's all i'm going to (laughs) say pretty difficult i went to office hours still don't get it it's okay we're learning You got
0: this bro you got this we're learning we're learning
1: (laughs) hopefully this weekend i'll make time for sledding um, if I can finish my PA, then I can go sledding. So yeah, that's was, what I'm going to be doing today.
0: Sledding is going to be fun. I'm yeah. really excited for this weekend. I've been going sledding every single year since freshman year, and we've been using the same sled. It was me and two other friends, one of which is in EC, one of which is in Kemi. We went to Target, and we bought it freshman year for 30 bucks. We spent $10 each, and our goal was to get through the entirety of college with that same sled, and it is under my bed right now in my place. I'm extremely proud. I think it's probably – the best investment I have made throughout my college education.
1: That's awesome. I <laughs> I have never been sledding, just period. And I wow. really, really, really want to go. But it just, whenever it snows, it just never fits my schedule. Yikes. Man, it's so sad. Snow should be on my schedule. Agreed, <laughs> agreed. Um, so that's why I wanted to go s- sledding because this is the semester that I have time to go sledding but all the sleds are sold out so i guess i'm gonna use cardboard and call it good or you maybe can always I'll take your you. bed
0: or you can my take your bed? couch yeah i know ton- yeah i saw a ton of videos on a barstool yesterday they were hilarious
1: i am not nope i'm not <laughs> taking my bed i sleep on it i can't sleep on a cold wet bed
0: you can always turn it the other side i'm just coming up with solutions everybody. buddy
1: you're gonna you're gonna make me sick i'm gonna catch covid <laughs> because of that <laughs> I like when it when it gets cold and I like stay in wet clothes, like if I get hosed down or something, I always get sick. Yeah. It, yeah. I just For sure, I can't. for sure. You're gonna make me sick, Naveen. <laughs> I So yeah, I'm gonna try and go sledding. Um what about like nightlife at Purdue? Like what do you do when you don't have any work?
0: Ooh, honestly it varies based on day to day, but usually weekdays I'll usually wind down um probably you know spend time with people i know maybe watch a movie usually what i'll do is like if i have time and i don't have homework due i'll usually call my parents and then during the weekends i'll probably hang out with some friends maybe go out grab food you know the usual the usual
1: i really like to take walks around campus it helps me get my ten thousand steps in because i i personally hate working out it's the worst i feel
0: bro i feel
1: so i'm like you know i gotta stay kind of healthy so i try to go walking around campus every so often And being in ECE and just engineering in general, you kind of stay in the engineering mall section a lot. Like my classes are so close pretty much they're all in the double e building or the B H E E building now is what it's called sorry (laughs) um i stay in ms double e which is the material science and electrical engineering building when i'm feeling frisky i go to armstrong hall of engineering like very fancy! very fancy Um,
0: invading all the arrow kids i know
1: (laughs) and then there's walk which is where wilmeth active learning center which is where i used to study a lot as a freshman um and, like, there's the ME building, the mechanical engineering building. Yeah. You'll get lost in that building. But because agreed, my roommates agreed. are in mechanical, like, I used to go study with them. And there's a whole other side of campus that you don't even know about. I walked on the horticulture side of campus. I've been there
0: once. Straight I've been, up once. This,
1: this was my second time at the horticulture campus. I mean, granted, it was, like, snow, so, like, all the flowers were dead. But it was a horticulture side of campus. There were greenhouses. Yeah i i'm so upset it's
0: like way past Lily and stuff right yeah on the other side yeah
1: yeah me and horticulture got beef because <laughs> i didn't get into their horticulture 270 interior like flower arrangement class. oh yeah
0: i have a friend who took that class
1: yeah it got full so fast and i got put on the wait list because i'm not a horticulture major and then i didn't get in it was so upsetting oof i know it was so sad it Tough. would have been my third 270 class i would have taken because i took ece 270 which is digital signals and
0: digital system design i think digital
1: yeah yeah, digital systems design which is the one that all ece people need to take Mm -hmm. i took mechanical engineering 270 oh is
0: that your breath selective yeah
1: so in electrical and computer engineering right we have to take a class that is called your engineering breath selective basically you take an intro level engineering class in any of the other engineering so you can do like biomedical engineering you can do aerospace engineering you can do chemical engineering and i chose mechanical engineering because in freshman year i was going between electrical and mechanical engineering so after my first semester at um electrical engineering i was like let me see what i missed so i took mechanical engineering 270 which is statics and I realized, yeah, this is not for me. It was, <laughs> it was, it was nice. It was easy at first because it felt like, you know, what's the tension on this rope if it's holding onto a tree that's bent at, you know, 90 degrees or whatever. Or, wow, so know. interesting. Right? <laughs> but then you get to the, what is the sheer moment for? It's like the shear force and then the moment bending diagram. And you're like, huh? like i just went i don't know what is going on here um so that was interesting and then like how different objects turn like if you bend a belt right imagine you have a belt if you bend it you can bend it like the flat side up right but if you bend it and you turn it vertically you can't bend it anymore right right yeah so i had to learn about that that was that was really really terrible for me because i I am very bad at that kind of thing. (laughs) I did learn how to build a bridge, so that was fun. Like how to keep a bridge stable, where to put the supports and stuff. Very cool, very That was really cool. Um, That was about the only thing I liked about that class. (laughs) No offense to the mechanicals, but that is just not my cup of tea. (laughs) But what did you take for your engineering breath? I'm actually
0: in material science engineering 230, which is structure of materials right now. It seems really interesting so far. Um, I do have a little bit of background in like uh, physical chemistry, a little bit from high school. Okay. But it definitely is nice to take a very unconventional non-EC, kind of like yeah. Like you took with statics. I feel like the whole point of having, you know, that category of a course to take is so that you actually learn. You're like, oh, you know, so that you actually say, oh, you know, I really like EC. Yeah. or Oh, I like materials as well. So I might want to do something related to both of them, like semiconductor manufacturing, which is actually what I'm going into. It's so true. I'm, I'm glad I took MSC 230. It seems really interesting so far.
1: A lot of E people take msc 230 yeah i've noticed i think it's because of what you said like the semiconductor thing as mm-hmm. well right i know maybe one person who took aae 203
0: wow i don't know a single person who took an I mean, I
1: one person there, a lot of people who want to go into the aerospace can com- like industry industry yeah industry is the right word <laughs> um the aerospace industry go into electrical engineering surprisingly enough so that's just how flexible our degree can be because like I'm in double E and I'm getting a CS job. Well, Naveen's kind of staying in, you know, the ECE, but a lot of my friends are majoring in double E and getting into aerospace. A lot of people, you know, go into the finance industry. Right. There's a lot of people like that, like your friend mm-hmm. Apurva. Yeah. Yeah, he's also going into the finance industry. Um, it's just such a flexible degree. Like, I'm so glad I went into double E. I agree.
0: And I agree. like
1: ECE, just because like. I can do anything. I mm, well, I don't know if I can do anything, but like I can, <laughs> I can possibly get a job in anything. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's
1: yeah. like it's really nice, very flexible. Um, yeah, that was my one thing about Arrow is that sometimes it may seem a little too niche. Mm-hmm. Like for me, who I didn't know what I was doing yeah. when I went into college, I was like, aerospace sounds nice, but do I want to go into Arrow? Maybe, maybe not. It right. kind of like depends, right? Right. So that's why I went into like double e because i was like it's so much more general but then it became should i do double e or should i do mechanical because mechanical also oh my gosh so general which is so nice but i did hear that mechanicals don't have technical interviews interesting i don't know i don't know i told my friends that i had a technical interview one day and they were like what's that and i was like well It's a, I just had to code basically for me, but yeah. Right. Yeah. Should I, I think our time is up actually. (laughs) Yeah. That's my bad. I was not looking at the time. So thanks everyone for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, feel free to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Naveen, for setting that up. Took a long time, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Catch y'all next week. Bye-bye.